0: The most profound spiritual teachers of all time say the same thing in different ways. Quiet the mind and listen within. Over the last 10 years of my life, I've been asking the same question. Can it really be that simple? This blogcast is about my journey to the answer. I'm Kayla Cresiglia, and you're listening to Intuition Academy. hello and welcome back to episode 25 of intuition academy today i want to talk about just the thought that i've been mulling over which is trying to understand what the inner voice even is for anybody who hasn't been listening to the lively show for years and isn't familiar with the voice that I'm speaking of the inner voice this is the intuition the higher self the deeper aspect of yourself the bit that um, that you hear when you get really quiet if you ever felt like you had a a wise understanding of something an intuitive hit a, an answer to a question that you shouldn't have an answer to or your mind thinks that you shouldn't have an answer to it's just a deep well of wisdom that every single person has access to. They just have to learn to be quiet enough to hear it. The way that I've learned and understand it myself at this point is that we are the awareness. I am the awareness. You are the awareness. And the mind is just a small aspect of who we are, and over time, the awareness which we are has become mostly aware of the mind, which therefore makes all of us believe that we are just that, when in reality, you can quiet your mind enough to drop down and hear a different aspect of yourself, a more, a more deeply rooted aspect of yourself, in my opinion, the truth of who you are. The truest essence of yourself. And something that just sort of downloaded into me today, it was just like one of those instances where whoosh, I had a really intuitive hit or download, as a lot of us say in the community. And it was that the inner voice is is you. And let me explain that a little bit more deeply. The inner voice isn't just you. It is the trueness, the, the truest aspect of yourself. It is the part of you that, that has your deepest desires in mind. And so for me, a few months ago, while doing consistent inner voice work with a coach and then being in a community with women who are constantly doing the same thing, I started hearing... I'm, I believe I spoke about this on a podcast episode. It, it was causing me really deep frustration because for a while I would dip down and ask the inner voice a question because from that perspective at that point in time, I thought that I had to drop down, take some deep breaths and ask the inner voice and the inner voice, which was quote unquote separate from me, would give me the answer that I needed that was going to lead me in the correct direction. But what I started hearing while I was doing inner voice work, and the only answer that I was getting is, what do you desire? I would ask, like, what what would serve my highest good right now? And the answer I would hear from the inner voice would be, what do you desire? And I thought this was the wisest thing. Not in the moment, because it felt very infuriating and frustrating, because I was like, I don't fucking know, like, you're supposed to tell me what I want. You're supposed to tell me what is supposed to serve my highest good. So what is it? Tell me, inner voice. Tell me the answers. You have the answers. I don't. But the truth of the inner voice is that the inner voice is you. The inner voice is me. The inner voice, when it gives you answers, quote unquote answers, it's not some separate entity giving you an answer. It is just the deeper Aspect of yourself letting you know what your true desire is when detached from the mind and the fear which the mind is constantly living in. The mind is rooted in fear, while the inner voice is rooted in freedom and the knowledge that it's going to live on forever. Knowing that you are constantly safe because of that, because we are basically immortal beings, we are just living a human experience. And so when we ask the inner voice questions, the answer that we're getting is not coming from something separate from us. It is just the deeper aspect of ourself. It is just our truest essence, letting us know what our deep desire is. And the reason that I found the answer that I was getting from the quote-unquote inner voice before when it was saying, when they were telling me, what do you desire? That felt so wise to me because it was no longer You are separate from us. It was no longer the inner voice feeling like this separate entity. It was the inner voice attempting for me to merge back with it. To allow myself to become whole with the knowledge that I am the inner voice and the inner voice is me. I don't need to dip down and ask a fucking question to anything. All I have to do is be aware enough to know what my deepest desire is. And to let go enough of what the mind is trying to use in a controlling way to keep me out of the inner voice, to keep me out of my truest essence, to keep itself in control. And this is something that I've contemplated a lot recently, mostly because I feel like I was... In a place in my personal life where I felt as close to enlightenment as I've ever felt like the choice of enlightenment the awareness of enlightenment which truly isn't a constant state it is just something that is experienced in every moment can only be experienced now and now and now and now it can't be experienced later and it can't be experienced in the past because there is only now therefore enlightenment can only expe- can only be experienced now back when I was hearing this answer from the inner voice which was what do you desire at this point in my experience I was constantly choosing my desires and I'm going to have to go back into my mastermind calls because I remember having a meltdown because of the answer that I was getting from the inner voice. I felt like I didn't have the answers. The inner voice had the answers. And then suddenly the inner voice was detaching itself from me. It wasn't giving me the answers anymore. And I was melting down because I felt like I just needed... An answer from the inner voice. And all I was hearing was, What do you desire? What do you desire? What do you desire? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I desire. And there was nothing wrong with me having this experience. My mind definitely wants to say this was one of the moments when I started to pull away from the inner voice. And that deep well of knowledge within myself. And instead started choosing the mind. And the mind's fear again. Because shortly after that was when the mastermind ended. And my roommate asked me to leave. And I just took a head first dive into victim mentality. But this is all just experience. There's nothing wrong with... With... The way that I've experienced things, the awareness that I'm experiencing now, and pulling back into a deeper understanding of what it all meant to me feels a little confusing to me at times, especially because I feel so trapped within the mind in recent history in recent days wondering how am i going to get back there how am i going to get back there (laughs) and i like to think of what some amazing spiritual teachers would say in these instances like what would eckhart tolle say to me if i if he was sitting in front of me and i said i don't how do i get back there how do i get back where i was before He would say through the present moment, you are always there, focused attention in the present moment, be in the present moment, and realize that even that story in your mind that says, how do I get back there, is coming from the mind, and it's not true. Or even Byron Katie, Byron Katie would ask, who would you be without that thought? Who would you be if you just let that thought go and you got to be exactly where you are now? And someone like Jess Lively or me, anyone who has become an inner voice facilitator, all the coaches that I know would all ask, what does the inner voice say when you ask that question? drop down right now and ask what does the inner voice have to say about how do I get back there? you cannot go back there is only now right now right here what choice are you making what are you aware of us or it it is just a choice nothing is wrong nothing has gone wrong all is well all is well all is well all is well always the truest of statements It is known, it is understood here in this space, with us. Nothing has gone wrong. All is well. Sometimes I wonder how to pull myself out of fear and to walk back into my deepest desires to understand my deepest desires again and it feels hard it feels scary again it feels like I need to take my own advice about feeling the fear and acting anyway and trusting that all will be well in the end if you've been listening to my podcast for the last few weeks, a couple months you know that I've been experiencing a lot of victim mentality feeling a lot of judgment towards myself and fear that others are judging me in the same instances and the funny thing about all of that is that this morning or sharing or a couple days ago yesterday I was sharing in my mastermind group about the kidney stone and the UTI that I'm having simultaneously and one of the coaches uh, we're all very spiritual individuals for the most part One of the coaches, who has actually become my coach, responded by looking up a the the symptoms by Louise L. Hay, I believe her name is. And I've had this book forever. It's called, it's called, um, fuck, what's it called? You Can Heal Your Life. You Can Heal Your Life. And... In this book, there's a section in the back that goes into a whole assortment of ailments. And these ailments, she has written next to them, the spiritual meaning of them. When it's affecting your life, what it means, and how to let it go. And next to kidney stones was basically nothing but self-judgment self-judgment and not standing in your spiritual power because of feelings of unworthiness. Basically, the symptoms of the UTI and kidney stone were both exactly what I'd been experiencing in my personal life. Exactly. Like, to a T. Which is... Very frustrating for me, (laughs) because clearly the mind wants to cling to the physical ailment, wants to say, no, like this is just a circumstance, it's just a random occurrence. But the deeper aspect of myself knows that there is always a spiritual, energetic reason why things like this occur. coming to grips with that can be difficult and hard to admit but I'm gonna have to add this add both of these symptoms into the description box because they were just so point like so on point with everything that i had been describing in a previous episode and so if you've been listening it'll probably be kind of like funny To hear back exactly what they mean in accordance with the book and I'll also link the website also so anybody who's interested and just going and looking at all the other different physical ailments can look at them I've been trying to take a really nonchalant sort of what's the word I've been trying to record this podcast in a really mellow way in a way that doesn't feel overly professional because it doesn't feel very aligning to me to sit down and put on headphones and make sure there are no noises in the background and edit everything and Make sure that I've taken plenty of notes. I Want it to be as authentic as possible because this is That's just the way that I I am like this is just me Uncut raw real a few nights ago I found myself not wanting to record a podcast because the washing machine and dryer were both going at the exact same time and they're right next to my bedroom in my new house. And the funny thing is is that today while recording the podcast I had the dryer on and I was like it's fine it's not that loud and then one of my roommates came up while I was recording and started the washer and I instantly felt the resistance like I should just pause it until the washer is done which will take over an hour (laughs) it's already 830 and then I can finish recording then but you know I don't think anybody's gonna care I wouldn't care if I was listening to somebody that I genuinely wanted to listen to and they had a washer going in the background and I'll laugh if I listen back to this and you can't even hear it just goes to show the mind and the way that the mind will create stories to prevent you from doing the things that are going to move you forward in life move you in the directions that you're wanting to go in I right now, am doing my best to let those stories go and to drop back down into understanding my deepest desires and not apologizing for them and not feeling afraid of expressing them regardless of how that affects my environment And the people around me a lot of it feels really scary because in truth I think it means that a lot will change for me as I start listening to what I want from that deeper aspect of myself again I think that if I'm listening to my deepest desires that I won't be working at the job that I'm working at now, I would just be focusing on my business as an entrepreneur and creating what I truly desire instead of trying to work myself to death it would probably require that I don't spend as much time as I do with my significant other or that I spend more time choosing to stay home and focusing on the things that I want to do instead of trying to forcefully fit myself into his life. I shouldn't say forcefully either, because I don't think that I'm forcing myself. He has welcomed me in with complete open arms. But I think one of the things that I've been missing the most is just being me in my own space with my own things. Being able to do the inner voice work, work on my business, do some tapping and EFT and organizing and cleaning and making this space feel like home. I know there's a part of me that thinks and feels and desires that I don't be here for that long but even if I'm here for a short six months I think that's still long enough for me to get comfortable and until next time quiet the mind listen within, and always follow the joy.